Welcome to MEE Podcast. Uh, today we're talking with Susan Albert and Karen Streer um, on their work uh, with co-authors, which uh, is titled The Primate Life History Database, a Unique Shared Ecological Data Resource. Hello, Karen, and hello, Susan. Hi, Graziella. Hi, Graziella. <laughs> nice to have you here. Um, my questions are, well, first to you, Karen. What is the main idea behind your work? We decided um, some years ago that our life history data on wild primates was was a really unique and um, irreversible or irreplaceable resource. So we wanted to make sure that these long-term data that we and several other investigators have accumulated on different species were preserved or archived for perpetuity and would be available for the future. And we also wanted to be sure that our data would be comparable. So we had a, a number of specific questions that we wanted to address, evolutionary questions about um, life, primate life histories, which required this comparative database. And by systematizing and standardizing our data in uh, an integrated format, we would be able to address these questions in a way that um, working individually, we never would have been able to. Uh, I think I would just add that we really had a dual motive. And one of the motives was we wanted to enable people, as Karen said, to um, easily archive their irreplaceable data. And our second motive was to do uh, the kind of science that you can only do if you can bring together a number of very unique data sets. Um, and we achieved both of them with this database that we're very excited about. Yeah, I think it's a, a really unique kind of, of resource. Um, and Karen, how does your work, you think, advances methodology in ecology and evolution? Well, at, like Susan said, uh, the main um, purpose of, of this, this work and, and the, our, our description of how we went about developing the database and the different um, ways we standardized it, we thought that would be, um, describing that whole process would be useful for other people who had similar kinds of data, maybe not exactly the same kind, but similar kinds of data on other primates or other animals that might be, um, that might benefit from, instead of everybody having to go through the same process we did, they might be able to co-opt some of the, the procedures and, and standardization that we had adopted to facilitate their own comparative databases. Yeah, I think what add to that is that um, we, we felt that our shared database model really had two pretty unique contributions to make. And one was just the structure of the database itself and the methods we used to produce um, a common vocabulary that allowed these very different data sets to to be comparable. Um, but the other thing that we felt was a pretty unique um, contribution was the structure of our agreement and our collaboration, because it, it was fairly well formalized. And on our website, which 
to which there's a link in the paper, we, um, you can find a, a copy of our memorandum of understanding among the group. And in the paper itself, you can learn a lot about the process that we went through to actually build the database. And all of us uh, with long-term data sets are aware both of how much people um, want similar models for how to organize their data, but also for how people want similar models for how to structure a collaborative data sharing agreement. Oh, thank you, Susan. And and Karen, so I guess you've partially already answered this, but uh, are you thinking of somebody in particular who would apply your method? Well, we have a lot of colleagues, um, people we know as well as people uh, we know are just getting started. So there are people who have already have long-term databases. There are also people who are just getting started and plan to build long-term databases. And we wanted to um, make available, as Susan said, not only the the, pro the format that we used in case other people um, would find it useful to apply or to adapt their 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 databases to the one that we are following the formats we used, but also just the whole process of collaboration, which I think at this scale was uh, a new experience for all of us and, and one that increasingly biologists and ecologists are um, interested, like we were and still are, in, in developing. We also, we also want to make sure that the database was flexible enough and also general that really a large range of species could employ it. It, it has a fairly, um, well, I, I don't want to use the word simple because you'd be amazed at how long it can take a group of 15 people to define the word birth. Um, nonetheless, it has a fairly simple set of parameters in it that um, apply to virtually any animal species. I think that it's probably most easily applicable to other vertebrates um, and certainly to mammals. Uh, but I think that in general form, it's, it's widely usable. Thank you. Yes, I think it would be an incredible resource, and I think we we're really lucky that we can host it on methods in ecology and evolution. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Thank you, Gabriella.